You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. May the stumbling blocks be removed from your paths. I pray that your steps are ordered. As you walk, as you move, your steps are ordered. Your feet will not slip in the name of Jesus. I pray for the month of June 2019. I ask that this month there will be a complete delivery for you. I pray there won't be missed opportunities. The wisdom of God that enables us to maximize opportunities is at work in you. I stand against lost time. Lost opportunities in this month of June. Father, I thank you. Let us end the months and say we got it all. The years, the months of 2019 that the worm, the palmer worm, the caterpillar have eaten up, let it be restored to you in this month of June. In the name of Jesus. Father, I bless you. We give you glory. I pray for those that have interviews and examinations right at this season. I speak over you. A grace is released upon you. Strength to labor. Strength to succeed. In the name of Jesus. The things you feared yesterday, courage has come to your hearts. This year, this month, you will fear them no more. In the name of Jesus. I pray for all the fathers and husbands here. The days of confusion are over. I resist and stand against double-mindedness. Receive focus that the Spirit of God has stirred up. 
in the name of Jesus. Henceforth, you lead. And you lead aright. The mantle that belongs to you. The responsibility that is yours. Capacity has come for you to function fully in it. I stand against discouragement. There is a way out. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just pray in tongues for a moment. Shaprati celebrende supratasha tayabaya. Jemende kletuse pratish kapatanda brazuka platos brigadi. Balakatondo bredish ke platos opratuya. Lapahande sopredike sopredike sopredi arabasha. Likritunda brahash ke platos brigadi. Lahatapai bledes ke pleteze. Jepretiske melibra hakatoso predi keposo pregadi balando prediske pletosa pratia katasa davaya jepretika patondo prediske pletosa labahatele bondo pregadi latasa labanda kato prediske to pretiske pletosa pradi rapatondo prediske pletosa pratia ketoso pregadi jepretiske pretis labahakataya barabasa lemondo prediske plotuska pratia patarabasa labakaya balegade Juplata la prati le prende ke tu so brigadier ke tese Juprahakata meleto so brigadier telebon brigados ke preti Juprahakata yaba le prende so bredi Juplati jebledi zabrada zakatoya balondo bredi ke to bredi ke to bredi ke to bredi Mandala bas jebledi ke plotos brigadier telebos brigadier Banda prato bredi ke plotos brigadier Balande bledos ke pretos ke predie ke tos brigadier. Mandala basha taya balagados ke predie. Je platun se pregados ke predie ke tos alabanda labada gade 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 gade. Lamanta ze predie ke tos bledis ke plotoso. Rakatunde bredisha taliba ate zukloto pariga bande ekleto predie. Mende brando se brigadier telebom bregados ke brigadier telebom bredis ke ya. Zubra hakataya balobom bregados ke brigadier de bosu. La patom bregados ke pretos brigadier telebon brigadier brigadigadigadigadigadigadi Zupratos lebon brigados brigadier telebon brigadier Zupratala ba shatala ba legebos brigadier teleboso Letuze bredis ke pretos alabaya gadia Latome le brende ziketa baliba katalabaya Zupratos lebon brigadier telebos brigadier telebos brigadigadigadigadi Zupratos brigadier telebon brigadier brigadigadigadigadigadigadi Zupratosa laba talaba zeledi Zupratus ebledi keto bradi keto maliba hataya Zuplato marus kepletu zebredi keto barida Zuplen leketu balata yedede zelebozo Labanda laba kuba yadaba zebredia Lemende kretusa labanda lebozo brigadia telebozo brigadia telebozo Labanda laba so brigadia to brigado 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 Bakos Brigadier Telebon Brigado 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 
Zuplatoba, Librados, Brigadier Telebo, Brigadier Telebozo, Zeprataya Balaba Salabayada Baros Brigadier. We give you praise. Lebrahata, Zebledija, Lebrandese, Bledika, Pratosa, Lepetis, Zalabande, Bredike, Tobradika, Toya, Lemende, Bradis, Zataya, da, 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 da. Lopratoma, Liba, Hatabalide, Brodosco, Lebredige, Bradia, Dadiske, Bladiske, Pratoso. We give you glory. I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul. Rejoice, thick joy, my King. In what you hear, may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Sweet, sweet sound in 
as the shining light that shines brighter and brighter. There's greater brightness coming from you now. You're shining brighter today. You're shining brighter in June. You're shining brighter this month. Hey! Brighter. 
The days of greater, greater glory are here. The days of the greater glory are here. The days of greater glory are here. And now there's greater glory through you. 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 There's greater glory in our midst. There's greater glory in manifestation through you. Greater glory. The expressions of the Spirit of God through you are stronger. They are louder. They are more impactful. Greater glory. God is here. The glory of the master is here. See his glory. See his glory. See his glory. His name as heaven reigns. See his glory come down. See his glory come down. Prayer lives are being restored. His glory Prayer lives have been restored His glory See His glory Come down Praise His name Say it again, I see the glory of God. His name, His name. as hey. 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 
Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Intestinal disorder. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Life is in phases. God's agenda, God's program for man on earth is rolled out in phases. He doesn't do everything at the same time. Before Jesus came, there was a John the Baptist. John the Baptist had to come so that the ministry of Jesus will be fulfilled. When John the Baptist came, he said, I am not he. But I am the one that has come before him. I am the voice of the one in the wilderness crying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Why did they have to prepare the way of the Lord? Why could the Lord not just come? Because God believes in preparation. And this month, God is preparing you for the next level of your life. It's your preparation moment. When you look at the ministry of John the Baptist, his role, his sole purpose, the aim, everything about him was just to prepare for the coming of the Lord. Nothing else. That means preparing for what God wants to do is a big deal. Amen. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. 
God was speaking to them in the Old Testament in Joshua. He said, sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow, the Lord will do great wonders amongst you. Amen. Now, why was he saying sanctify yourselves? He said, set yourself apart. Prepare for the big thing. Prepare for the big day. God is using this month to prepare you for the big day. Now you say, oh, I have had big days. I have had wonderful days. There are bigger days coming. I said there are bigger days coming. So, God believes in preparing. Because I mentioned that in the ministry of John the Baptist, all he came to do was to prepare the way of the Lord. In the agenda or calendar of God for that hour, nothing was more important than the fact that Jesus was going to come to fulfill his ministry on earth. And preparations had to be made. It means that most of the time for the lordship of Christ to be fully expressed in your life there are certain preparations you need to make. For the lordship of Christ to be fully expressed in your endeavors there are certain preparations that the spirit of God might beckon on you to make. And when he beckons on you it's only proper that you respond. This month we hear Elevate, 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 elevate. To elevate means to lift up, to make higher, to raise, to lift up, to make higher, to raise. You know, Whatever it is that is going on right now in your life, there is something about how the Spirit of God operates. There is a glory to glory plan for every believer in Christ Jesus. Did you hear me? Say it with me. Say there is a glory to glory plan for every believer in Christ Jesus. That means whatever glory you have seen, there is another level of glory. And sometimes for that next phase, you will need to be prepared. Why? The thinking required for that phase is not the thinking you're operating in now. There's a different mindset required for that phase. Sometimes the methods will change. If you see how God led the children of Israel... They had different phases. They had a time where they were camping. And they had a time where they were moving. And they had a time where they had to come and settle in the promised land. Before the promised land, they had manna falling. Sometimes they had quails falling. That means there was a dimension of God they saw. Then God said, now you're going into the promised land. It will not be that way anymore. Imagine that they were just used to waiting 
for manna to fall. Then they gather the manna and eat. But now in the promised land, God is changing his method of provision. Amen. Manna will not fall anymore. You will plant and reap. Oh, they were not planting and reaping before that time. They were not planting and harvesting before that time. The phase they were in did not require that. But now that they are in the promised land, the promised land will only yield her milk and honey if you plant. Are you listening to me? If not, you will be in the promised land still waiting for the promise. They queried the disciples of Jesus. They said, we know John the Baptist. We know all the other prophets that have come. But you and your disciples, you just eat and drink. Every day we come, you are partying. Every day we come, you are eating. Why are your disciples not fasting? Jesus said, the time will come when they will fast. Meaning there is a phase. He said, the time will come when they will fast. It's not now. Meaning that his presence and his absence, the methods will be different. Amen. I want to announce to you that this month of June, God, by his spirit, is taking you to the next level. If there is a sentence, a statement, that summarizes what elevate means, is moving to the next level. Help me tell two people, I am moving to the next level. Glory to God. When God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12, get out of your kindred, out of your family, out of your country, to a land I will show thee. To Abraham, it was instruction. To God, it was promotion. Hello. To Abraham, it was just an instruction. But to God, he had promoted Abraham. Listen to me. Instructions will come to you this month. In those instructions are your promotion. Imagine Abraham saying, it's not convenient for me to go. I've thought on this some time ago and I explained that if you study the scriptures from Genesis 11 into Genesis 12, you find that it seemed that God had already told Terah, Abraham's father, to get out of that place. But Terah didn't go. Amen. He got to a place and stayed there and died without going. Now, God's agenda has not changed. That thing he wanted to do, Abraham is going to continue. So he now told Abraham also to go. It would have been possible for Abraham to also stay there and have excuses. Help me tell your neighbor, no excuses this time. I am moving to the next level. Amen. Glory to God. The next level will not come to you. You will go into the next level. I, I want you to understand it here. It won't come to you. You will enter it. 
Some things you are waiting for are waiting for you. Hello? I'd like to read a scripture, then we'll get into a few things. In the book of Psalm 75, let's look at verse 6 and 7. Let's read together. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Verse 7. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Hallelujah. But there's promotion for you. There's promotion for us. There's a next level for us. He said God is judge. I'll talk about that in the Thursday service. The justice of God. God is judge. He put it down one and set it up another. But where I want to direct your attention to is that when we say next level, I want you to take it personally. It's next level for you. Amen. Say it's next level for me, for me, for me. Sometimes circumstances force us to see that it is time for the next level. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will be the one that will beckon on you and say, hey, it's time for the next level. Now, it doesn't matter whether it is a circumstance or you are hearing it from God's word now and you are responding. The important thing is that you respond. You'll be a better person than you were before. And you'll be able to accomplish more than you accomplished before. The essence of next level is more progress. Greater progress. Greater success. You know, I have an issue with folks that have questions or issues with progress. Amen. You know the people that have issues with progress and success? They say, well, the kingdom of God is not about success and progress. What is it about? Amen. It's about failure. No, it has to be about one. It's either it's about failure or it's about success. Amen. No, I'm asking, is it about failure? No, if you say it's not about success, then it should be about failure. Years ago, Dr. Oral Roberts began to introduce to the church the statement that has become common to us. God is a good God. It's strange to know that there was a time people didn't have the boldness to say God is good. Now those that had a problem with the statement that God is good, ask them, is God bad? They say, no, not, not that. No, we're not saying he's bad. So, is he good? Yes. So, I'm saying God is good. No, no, don't say it like that. You are making, what's the problem with you? Amen. 
Is God good? Then say God is good. The scripture even says that God is good and his mercies endure forever. Our God is good and his mercies endure forever. What's the problem quoting the scripture? So in the same way when people say, oh, when people start talking about success and progress, some people have an issue with it. He said, God and the kingdom is not about, now, it's not about success. Is it about failure, sir? Is it about failure? Does God tolerate failure? Go and study your scriptures. I just want to show you one scripture and then we'll run along. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, we saw a young man that had a big responsibility. This guy had been the assistant to a great prophet. A prophet no other person felt could fill the shoes of, could fill his shoes. Nobody felt they could fill his shoes. Then suddenly, God walks up to a young man, Joshua, and announces to him, in case he's thinking Moses will come back, he said, Moses, my servant, is dead. You know, if God didn't say that, we would think Moses was still alive. Are we together? Because nobody saw the, the body of Moses. There's no grave side that has the name Moses. Amen. God buried him by himself. Hallelujah. You know, someone asked me, what's the proper way to bury? I said, how did God bury <laughs> and how was Jesus buried? Amen. <laughs> Alright. Should we burn the person or should we put the person in the ground? I say God's method is putting in the ground. Amen. Now, the point is, God had to tell him, Moses, my servant, is dead. Ah. That means case is closed. If you were expecting that, you know, Moses used to go and come. Sometimes you'll be away for 40 days. Are you understanding me? Have I been away for 40 days before? I think I should try it. <laughs> He'll be away for 40 days and then come back. So maybe it is one of those disappearances. You understand that? He is gone again, he will come back. So God had to announce, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise. Go over this Jordan, you and all these people. Onto the... Now for... Joshua, that was next level. Everybody say next level. That was next level. It was the next level for him. And what was God concerned about concerning his next level? Look at what God told him. Verse 8. Popular verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. After the colon, what does it say? For then. Ever say then. For then what? Thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. Who was talking, sir? No. Who was talking? Are you sure it's not some carnal person that was talking? Why would God be interested in him making his way prosperous and having good success? Let's leave out the prosperous part. Let's just focus on success. Have good success. That means God wanted Joshua to succeed. If God wanted Joshua to succeed, I don't know your name. He wants you, what call your name? 
Okay, if God wanted Joshua to succeed, he wanted Pastor TB also to succeed. Amen. Am I communicating? If God ever wanted Joshua to succeed in his endeavor, he said you will have good success. Why is God showing him how to succeed? Because God wants him to succeed. If not, God will say, Joshua, come, let me give you three keys for exponential failure. Are we together? I really want you to fail to my glory. Hello? The more you fail, it shows you are human. I am glorified. No. God is the father. There is no father that glories in the failure of his child. Every father glories in the success of their children. Have you sat with parents in a school when their children are doing something and they are doing it right? They say, that's my son. You didn't ask him. (laughs) I remember my wedding day. My grandma was alive at the time I was getting married. My grandma played a role in my life. So, we were marching in. Was it dancing out? No, I think they don't join in. We were dancing out. She broke the protocol and came there to dance with us. She's saying, this one is my son. <laughs> Are you as enemy? Are we together? But if they were announcing on television, well, you know how they used to show those pictures. The person's face always be like this. It was caught at India with 25 kilograms of cocaine. <laughs> when people say, hey, the person will say, hey, Nigerians. Boys, it's because, you know, am I communicating? The idea of success and succeeding came from God. Amen. The idea of success and succeeding, it came from God. It's not a human invention. It's not a human innovation. So let me tell your neighbor, please don't be against success. Then tell your neighbor, if you have any personal issues with success, I receive your own. (laughs) Glory to God. So it was next level for him. And God was teaching him on how to succeed. So when we say next level, you cannot separate success from next level. I'm not talking about next level of poverty. And I'm not talking about next level as the politics of our country said. This is the original next level. Amen. Are we together? Elevation. I want to just share one thing with you that is necessary for your next level. Hallelujah. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 40. I'll read verse 31. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 40, 31.
Um, okay, let me read some verses before that. Let's go to 28, 29, something like that. Thank you. Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary? Hello, pause. Have you not heard, have you not known? That means, God doesn't get tired. Amen. God doesn't lose steam. Amen. Do you know this is important to say? Because some people don't know that. It doesn't occur to them. I heard people saying something that made me know that we need to teach everything. I've shared the story before. My first year in school, I was going back home. And it was about 12 midnight or 1. I was going back to town. And we were waiting for a vehicle. And I heard some girls discussing. One is functioning like she's the woman of God. And the others, they were arguing why a group of believers were praying. Not far from there. We were hearing them pray. It was like an all night. It was a Friday night, I think. So it was like an all night. They were praying. Praying at night. So one of them now said, ah, that we this will not allow God rest. See the time. They're still calling him. True life conversation. See the time. They're still calling on God. Then, I think there were three of them. The other one now said, does God does God rest? Genuine question. I was not talking to them, but I was hearing their conversation. Say, does God rest? Then one said, "Ah, uh-uh. So you don't know that God rests. <laughs> that God walked for six days, seven days entire in rest. <laughs> the other one said, okay, okay, I didn't know before. See Revelation. Praise the Lord. Someone can interpret the Bible and misinterpret your destiny. (laughs) Amen. Are we together? So the scripture is asking, has thou not known, has thou not heard? Alright? The everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He said, he doesn't faint. He's not weary. Praise God. There is no searching of his understanding. Next, 29. He giveth power to the faints. Did you get that? And to them that have no might, he increased strength. God is my generator. Amen. He increased strength. He supplies power. Amen. He increased strength. It was in the context in our enter 31, 30 and 31, where we're, we're going to. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. He said, natural strength will fail. That's what he's talking about. Natural strength will fail. So listen to me. If you're running on natural strength this year, it will fail, definitely. Amen. It will fail. But they that wait upon the Lord... Let's read it together. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Amen. There are phases of movement here. Those that have mounted up with wings as eagles, they are flying. And those that are running. And those that are walking. Today you are going to the next level. That means if you are here and you are standing, you will start walking. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If you are walking, you will start running. But God's plan is for you to mount up with wings as eagles. To take off. Say, I fly. fly. Say again, I fly. fly. Amen. Amen. Even the pace of flying can increase. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Now, but he said they mount up with wings as eagles. There's something he said there. He said, they that wait upon the Lord. That means that there is a requirement for you to change level of strength. Hallelujah. To renew your strength is like engaging the next gear. Amen. So you are running at this speed. You want to move to the next level. You need a fresh supply of strength. Hallelujah. And it's telling you that how that strength comes to you is by waiting on the Lord. Hallelujah. This waiting is talking about is a dependence. Alright? It's not just that um, this old English. Okay? It's trusting and totally depending on him. Glory to God. Alright? Now, the old timers understood this. They understood, and that's why they use languages like, I am waiting on the Lord. Some of you know those languages. What they mean is that they are praying and fasting. Hallelujah. And they were correct. Amen. But we live in a day that some people don't know the place of waiting on the Lord. And if they are not waiting on the Lord, they cannot renew their strength. Praise God. This month you will change gear. I said this month you will change gear. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will mount up with wings as eagles. And I want to show you how. Jesus made a statement in Matthew chapter 17. I'll read from 19 to 21. In Matthew 17, 19 to 21, King James Version. The disciples of Jesus came to him. They asked him a question. Why could we, could not we cast him out? There was a situation where they wanted to pray for a young guy that came with his father. Verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it, this kind, this kind of what? Unbelief. Goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. My brother, there is something only prayer and fasting can do. Do you you hear me well? Help me tell someone close to you. Say, there is something only prayer and fasting can do. Oh, I'm trying to remember which um, um, minister said that, but one of the old timers, he said... If your burden 
doesn't go away in prayer, add fasting. Amen. He said, if your burden doesn't go away in prayer, add fasting. Why do we fast? There is a gap that will exist in the life of a believer that never fasts. There are misconceptions of fasting. But we will not focus on that. We will focus on the fact that a lot of folks don't understand the value of fasting. Glory to God. Jesus was telling them, it's because of your unbelief. And they didn't understand what unbelief you are talking about because I believe now, I believe. He said, no, this kind of unbelief I'm talking about. Amen. (laughs) This dimension of unbelief. This thing that makes you come to a place where you are, you are, you are, you, you are mounting it, but your heart is not yet persuaded. It's called unpersuadableness. Only prayer and fasting can address it. It is fasting that subjects your body to your spirit man. Your body is naturally rebellious. Amen. This flesh is naturally rebellious. The Bible says that the flesh is, in, is constantly contrary to the spirits. Amen. But in fasting, you submit to your spirit. In the old times, and even in scriptures, it was believed that when the Bible says, humble yourself before the Lord, it actually means fasting. It doesn't mean to kneel down. No, sir. It means to fast. Let me show you a scripture. In Psalm 35, verse 13. 13. Thank you. Let's read together. I want to go. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul. How? With fasting. Amen. And my prayer returned into thy own bosom. I humbled my soul with what? Fasting. You know, the Bible says, humble yourself. In the sight of the Lord. And in due season, he will what? Elevate you. Amen. You didn't hear me. Hey, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. Maybe we should look at that scripture. Let's go to uh, James 4, 6. Then we'll go to First Peter uh, 5. You know, the, the similar scriptures. So I'd just like to read them. 5, 8 or thereabouts. Okay. Follow me now. Look at this. But he giveth more grace. That means even the supply of grace is in dimensions. Do you agree? This is what the scripture said. Some people have arguments about what scripture said. I have a problem with people that know what the Holy Ghost does not know. Amen. <laughs> and I say it this way that when they share their revelation, even the Holy Ghost will say, Wow. He said, More grace. Peter will write and he said, Grace and peace be multiplied. That means it can increase. Uh-huh. So he giveth more grace. Wherefore saith, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. So keep reading. Go to the next verse. He now says, 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That submission is talking about there's fasting included. This month, you will submit yourself to God. 
Then he said, resist the devil, he will flee. It's in that place of submission that your authority will speak louder. Amen. Let me read verse 8, I think, before I go to First Peter. Have you... Okay. Um, go to First Peter, I believe it's chapter 5. Uh, 7, 8. Thank you. Read this with me. Want to go? First Peter 5, 6. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may, ex- he may exalt... Elevate you. Everybody say elevate you. In due time. Amen. Glory to God. Permit me just address something. This screen keeps going off and on, so um, I need it to be healed. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. That humbling of yourself is fasting. Amen. Are you with me? Is praying and fasting. Glory to God. Fasting is abstaining from food for spiritual purposes. Very simple definition. Amen. Starving is not eating for no reason. There's no spiritual purpose to it. Either because you don't have food. But fasting means there is food. Amen. But you decide to abstain for spiritual purposes. Fasting is reaching for the eternal and letting go of the external. Are you understanding me? Your search and hunger for the eternal makes you forgo the externals. That's fasting. Fasting is reaching for this unseen and letting go of the sin. Fasting is reaching for the unseen, the unseen, and foregoing the sin. That means you're foregoing what you can see. Because what you are looking for, though unseen, is more real to you and more important to you. When you are fasting, you are fulfilling Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. All other things will be added unto you. That's what you're doing. You have made the things of the spirit a priority at that moment. Amen. Amen. Fasting is prioritizing spiritual things. Prioritizing spiritual things. It means that on a day that I'm fasting, I'm going to spend more time doing spiritual things than any other thing I'm going to do. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, the Bible was talking about, I believe it was verse 7. Verse 7, right? Godliness is profitable. 7, 8. 1 Timothy 4, 8. 8. But godliness... For body excites profitable little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. What is he talking about here? He's talking about the fact that there's such a thing as spiritual exercise. The first thing he talked about is bodily exercise. How many of you walk out? How many of you walk out here? 
See the few hands now. You lift your hand now. Do you walk out? So if you, you don't have to walk out. Your walk is already a workout. Okay. Amen. Somebody say, ah, what am I walking out? Do you know where I trek to from? What am I walking out? Now, the Bible calls that bodily exercise. Bodily exercise. It profits little. It profits little. That means there's something you gain from it, even if it's little. There's something you gain from it. At least, maybe you'll be healthier, you'll be fit, you'll still die, but you will not die so quick. You know, <laughs> profits little. I'm joking. <laughs> profits little, but godliness. That means what he wants to talk about next is not, you know, in the King James, he just called it godliness. What he's actually talking about is spiritual exercise. But spiritual exercise profits all things. You're wondering where I'm going to. Fasting is a spiritual exercise. Amen. Did you hear me? Fasting is a spiritual exercise. The same way your push-ups help your body. Fasting helps your spirit. Amen. And I will just give you some guidance from tomorrow, Monday, as a church, we're fasting. Amen. You are fasting. Amen. From tomorrow, we're fasting through till the 9th of June. Seven days. Monday to Sunday. On that Sunday, the 9th of June, which is next Sunday, we will not break in service. We will break. We will come in the evening and break. We will come to church. Then we will come again in the evening. And then we will break. Amen. Amen. See prayer and fasting. There is a man there. He is praying and fasting. Some people know the man. I know him. Amen. <laughs> prayer and fasting. Amen. 6 p.m. To 8 p.m. Glory to God. So let me tell you how it's going to work. When you come to church tomorrow evening, we'll have banana and water. That's when you will take something. Just banana and water so that you can pray. Don't break your fast at home. Come to church. Amen. So between 5 and 6, if you didn't come early, the banana will finish. We'll just have some banana and water. Then we'll enter the prayers. When we close, you will not eat food. Amen. Are we together? We'll do that every day until Sunday the night. Listen to me. This is elevation for you. Go back to my scripture in um, 1 Peter 5, verse 6. All the demons of greed and gluttony are protesting. The demons of gluttony <laughs> are protesting. Come out! 
<laughs> Alright, verse 6. Let's read together. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. That what? That he may exalt you in due time. Amen. Amen. The instruction to us is to fast as a church together. Hallelujah. And pray together. What are you praying and fasting for? For the next level. Hallelujah. Amen. For the next level of everything you're already involved in. Amen. For renewal of strength to mount up with wings as eagles. Glory to God. Am I communicating? Alright, this you will interpret in your own personal space. But I want you to understand that. So, now um, I'm preaching, but I'm also counseling you at the same time. And the counsel I'll give is, don't tonight go back home and eat four meals before you sleep. You, you'll be hungrier tomorrow. I know some of you are planning to make eba, boil yam, eat rice. You understand that? Before tomorrow. So you think that you'll just store enough before tomorrow. It will make the fast more difficult for you. Eat normally. But let me even say this way. If you can even eat once after now and take something light, tomorrow your body is already adjusting that <laughs> austerity is coming. <laughs> Amen. 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 Your body is already adjusting. Are you understanding me? Okay. So don't, 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 don't eat to quench today. Amen. All right. Take it easy. Let your body start adjusting that something is happening. Am I communicating? So when you wake up tomorrow morning, now, some of the things that will help you, the devotionals we share on our our WhatsApp group and all that, take them. Use the scriptures. It will help you a great deal. Amen. All right? Messages of the ministry, listen to them. It will help you a great deal. Now, but our prayer time together is in the evening. Amen. Use your daytime very well. When you are fasting, you should consciously reduce physical activity. Alright? As much as you can. So that you can conserve energy. Am I communicating? Alright? Consciously. Some of you, the office you walk in, you walk around unnecessarily 10, 20 times. You reduce the movement. Amen? Use the time praying in tongues. Open your Bible. Read it. Amen? It will help you. Make sure that all the hours of the day, except when you're walking at the office or you're in school, you are spending more time reading the scriptures and praying. Is that, is that understood? Okay. Staying on Facebook for long will make you hungry. Are you understanding me? Going on Instagram will make you hungry. Are you listening to me? Okay. So you can, some of you, except for maybe you want to get WhatsApp message of church and all that, and all that you can shut down your, your, what do you call that, your data, you know, bundle, whatever. You could sh- shut it down so that you don't keep having notifications that, you know, spark up carnality rather than help you to focus on spiritual things. Then there are some friends. There are some friends that they are agents of carnality. Are you understanding? So recognize that you don't need them around you in this period that you are fasting. Hallelujah. So then don't know they are agents of carnality. But when you don't see them this week, they will know. <laughs> so, <laughs> because they touch you fast. Are you understanding me? Alright, so that is what we're going to be doing. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? Okay, so 
um, tomorrow evening we'll be gathered for the first time of prayer, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. We'll do that again on Tuesday. So the cell meetings, we're all going to be gathered here on Tuesday. There's no individual, there's no cell meeting holding anywhere. We're all going to be here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we end on Sunday. It's an ushering into the next level. Amen. All right. While we're praying, I'll be sharing some key things with us, but we will pray. It's a detox for some of you, not just physically, but also spiritually. Amen. Then for those of you that wanted to lose weight, God has answered your prayer. Amen. 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 Sometimes you don't even understand. Yeah, God has answered your prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lift your hands. Say, I receive strength to fast and to finish. In this season of prayer and fasting, I will be consistent with the help of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. And let me say loud, amen. amen. Say louder, amen. amen. Glory to God. I want to Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message.